Good afternoon and welcome to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. I'm your host, Michael Detweiler, and today I have a good friend on the show. It's Matthew Tuttle. How you doing, Matthew? I'm great. How are you doing, Michael? I'm good. I'm good. So welcome and thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into the political stuff, tell me, where did you, and I don't know this story, where did you grow up? Where did you go to elementary school? So tell us all about Matthew. Okay, well, um, so as you know, I was born at a really young age. I'm sure you've never heard yes, that joke yes, before. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> Zero, right? Never heard of that before. <laughs> so uh, I was born to Matt and Carol Tuttle, who are from Hazard in Pikeville, Kentucky, respectfully. Wow. So of good mountain stock. And they moved down to Texas after being uh, married. And that's where my sister and I were born, down there in College Station. Wow. To get closer. A&M yeah, country. Go Aggies. Yeah, yeah, how about that? Yeah, what about them Aggies? So. To get closer to family back up in East Kentucky, they decided to move to Tennessee. Okay. Loving the college uh, town life down in College Station. Mm-hmm. They narrowed it down between Murfreesboro, Knoxville, and Cookville. Okay. Visited Cookville and just like the rest of us, saw what a gym it is and right. settled Loved here and it. it's been home ever since. Wow. So, uh, Southern Baptist uh, minister, right? Well, no, he's actually a fundamental Baptist. Fundamental. <laughs> fundamental Sorry. Baptist. Let me get this right. Yeah, but, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, he pastors Victory in Christ Baptist Church uh, in uh, Rickman. I uh, awesome. grew up with my dad in ministry. Uh, he was began in uh, evangelism. As a result of that, uh, my mother, who is a saint, homeschooled all of us, K-12. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, all six of their kids. So uh, she has the patience of a saint for sure. She does, without a doubt. So you're a PK. Right? I am a PK. I love that. Yeah. That is awesome. For, for the uninitiated, that's a pastor's kid. And sometimes pastor's kids get the raw end of the deal. People expect them to be perfect <laughs> and like – life's not perfect right no it's not but um you know being raised in the ministry you are privileged to see a side of god in his provision in his direction and in the peace that he gives that uh makes it all worth it though amen makes it worth all all the uh perceived notions or inconveniences if you would Uh, it's all good that's all good that's awesome i love that so, you're growing up. When when in life did you say, "Hey, I have an interest in politics"? When did that kind of hit you? Wow. Uh, well, you know, I was uh, eight years old when nine eleven occurred. You yes. know, that changed the world for everyone. I believe it sure did. And that put President George W. Bush at the forefront of yes. national media the forefront of all of our lives, you know, I'm giving the bullhorn speech. Right. And fast forward to 2004 election. He's debating John Kerry. I'm in my grandparents' living room watching the debate, and I'm watching the two of them mm-hmm. go at it. And I see George W. Bush, and I'm like, there's just something about it. Just yes. the, at, I don't know, I would have been uh, 11 years old roughly. Sure. It just sparked an interest yeah. that uh, seeing him and his leadership, Yes, uh, the man for the moment. The man for the moment, and it was just a inspiration on a young, impressionable mind. I guess absolutely, it's great. I tell you, one of my favorite books I've read in the last several years, and I've read many, is Decision Points. Yes, George wonderful book. W. Bush, and he talks about all those decisions, you know, nine nine eleven and beyond. Sure, that he 
he had to make. So that was kind of your your coming of age in the political scene. Right? Yes, that's yeah. awesome. It that's was at awesome. the forefront of life. And sure, it just seeing these stark differences in ideology and mm-hmm. leadership style. Uh, it, it certainly played a role in just piquing the interest in that sure. regard. Sure. So where did you take it from there? When did you get involved in, say, like the political scene of elections and uh, serving? What, you know, how did that all come about? Well, I was a Boy Scout. I got my Eagle in 2011. And I'd say it was probably 2009, roughly. A retired major general was invited to do a uh, speech at our court of honor, which is where we receive our yes. awards, promotions, yes. and so forth. His name was uh, David Evans. Yes, and know who, who that is very well. Yes, a great man, a great man. He inspired me mm-hmm. hearing his story, his um, love for America, and he announced that he was going to run for Congress. Yes. And I just knew I had to work for him. Yeah, what a great guy. Uh, got started off, I was uh, 16 at the time. Nice. Not old enough to vote, but I was old enough to knock on doors and put out signs. Sure. And that was the first taste of an, a very addicting hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Campaigning is very addicting. Very addicting. It There's is. No sort of high like it. Yes. I love it. There's not. And, and for those who don't like it, it's probably the worst thing in the world that they can do because some people get into it and they don't realize what it is. They think they're sitting at a desk, you know, drinking coffee, talking to people and making decisions. And it's in, I mean, it is door to door. It is, it is in the grind of uh, talking to people and some people aren't nice to you. No, they're not nice. And, you know, you become an expert on proper insoles for your tennis shoes. You know? right. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, you grow a thick skin. You do. Uh, you catch people in the moment and take them how they are. That's and, right. You know, try to help people when you can. Uh, but now there's there's nothing like it. I love the campaign trail. Yeah, that's nothing great. Like that's awesome. So so you campaign for um, Evans um, and where did you go from from there? Because that was a primary it race was a primary. with a lot of people. A lot of people. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, was in that uh, primary mm-hmm. and uh, got to know her well. It's Diane Black, who became yeah. our congressman, yeah. and uh, supported her ever since then. Uh, after I turned eighteen, the first mm-hmm. thing I did on my eighteenth birthday. I joined the local Republican Party up in Overton County. How about that? Let's get involved. That's awesome. And it's just been all downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) Well, that's I think that's where we get got to know each other was at the Overton County GOP. You know, I was working for her at the time and then got to know the different people within the group. Beth Cox, Mark Hauser, you know, all John Hauser. Um, I mean, I could, uh, if I keep naming names, I'm going to leave somebody out. I apologize <laughs> if I did. So, um, so we've got 30 seconds in this segment. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Matthew Tuttle about uh, political things, not only elections, but also the county party up in Livingston and uh, what he's doing currently and what his future holds. You're listening to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. Welcome back to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. My guest today is Matthew Tuttle. Um, He has grown up 
in the world of politics. Um, he um, joined the Overton County Republican Party when he was a young age of 18. That's correct. He was influenced uh, by 9-11 at age 8, and he also, uh, during the 2004 election, was very influenced by George W. Bush and his running for re-election. And that's, uh, he found out where he stood uh, in relation to the two political parties. And so is that a fair kind of summary? It is. It's a very fair summary. Okay. So you um, join the Overton County Party and, and you start going to the meetings. What did you discover going? Well, I would say the number one thing that I ended up learning quickly is that it was filled with very good, honest, approachable people. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when you're on the outside looking in, you have this idea of politics as being stuffy, right? Uh, cutthroat, uh, crooked and corrupt. Right. And there's flavors of all that sure. everywhere. Sure. But when you get down to the root of the matter, get to the heart of it, it's a bunch of people who genuinely care about their community, people yeah. who, who care about their country. They care about... Uh, the future generations is going to come after them, sure. and they are putting themselves out on the line to make a difference. Yes. And rather than sitting at home complaining, they're getting to work. Yes. And I'd say that's probably the first thing that I discovered quickly about the people in the party, and I just knew I had to be a part of it. Yeah. And so you acclimated yourself as an 18-year-old with a bunch of old people in the party, right? Because, I mean, anybody over 30 in that group was old to an 18-year-old, right? Well, uh, you know, uh, being homeschooled K-12, through I didn't have any social skills, clearly. (laughs) I think that is not the case. You have a ton, a ton of social skills, so. Yeah, it was... You know, everyone uh, welcomed me in very well. Sure. They, uh, Beth Cox uh, yes. kind of took me under her wing. Mark Hauser sure. uh, taught me the ropes. Uh, just a genuine great group of people up yes. there. It wasn't hard to acclimate at all to them. Yeah. I, I know in uh, 2011, after Congressman Black was in office, as we were looking at our list of places to go for town hall meetings, it can, it became very clear that the congressman's priority was to go to Overton County. Yes. Now, of course, uh, Annie, our chief of staff, her priority was to go to a larger county, you know, because it's a larger sure. county. Uh, however, uh, Diane said, I won that county by the highest percentage of any county in our district, including my own home county. Yes. We're going there first. And so that decision was made. So her first town hall meeting as a member of Congress was in Overton County. Yeah, I was there. And uh, it it just, uh, I think it made an impression on people that she could go anywhere she wanted in those 15 counties, but she chose Overton County. And, you know, we uh, appreciated Congressman Black for recognizing Overton County. That's something that a lot of the small counties in the Upper Cumberland uh, oftentimes miss out on. You know, they sure. feel like their elected officials are so far away that they don't recognize our need or, yeah. or even know we exist. Of yeah. course, you know, our current congressman, John Rose, being from the area, we're right. very blessed to have him as well. Absolutely. Uh, but I would say to anyone, meet your congressman. Yes. Get to know them. When I first met Diane Black as my congressman, 
I discovered something that shocked me. Mm-hmm. She is a literal human being you can right, touch, right. you can experience, and it is hard to it, – it's okay to be frustrated with your elected official. You need yeah, to. You need right. to hold your elected Absolutely. official accountable. Absolutely. But it's hard to hate someone that you touched. Right. It's hard to hate someone and just have vitriol. And it's an irrational right. anger towards another human being. Yes. And I think a lot of times – we lose we that. We lose that. We do lose that. We, we see them on TV. They're right. so, they seem unapproachable. Right. But I recommend to anyone, meet your congressman. It's okay to disagree with your congressman. Right. You should disagree with them sure. when you do. Sure. But meet your congressman. Meet these yeah. elected officials. Get that human connection. Correct. And if you, and if you go have a chat with them and, and, and you're reasonable about it, even if you disagree, well, guess what? You... You do that more than two or three times, they know your name. <laughs> so that was something that shocked me about uh, Congressman Black. Yes. Is that uh, she met me at that town hall, and she was keynoting a Reagan Day dinner for us, which is a fundraising dinner for the local party. Uh, a few months later, she saw me in the crowd, picked me out of the crowd, said, yeah. hi, Matthew, how are That's you doing? That's right. Blew my mind. Right. Blew my that mind. she knew your name. She knew my name. Right. She recognized right. me. It's right. incredible. And that's, again, I, I, I agree with your sentiment. You know, you know they are people. Yes. And, yes. And by and large, most of them are normal. Even the yes. ones who are in leadership <laughs> that maybe are on the other side that we don't like, sure. they are people as well. Sure they are. And, and, and so, yeah, I, I think you and I are sensitive to that fact because, you know, we work so closely with a member of Congress and obviously we were spoiled. I mean, yes. we, we had one of the best ones ever. We did. We um, did. and, and we're well represented once again today Indeed. with Congressman Rose. He's a person. Yes. He, yes. he knows your name. Yes. Um, and he's very good with names. And what's neat about that, Michael, is he doesn't know my name because I'm more special than anyone else. It's because I introduced myself to him. Right. I just, I just showed up. Right. That's right. all I had to do. It's, it's not like, show I, up. yeah, I don't have a deep bank account. You right. know, I don't pack a lot of votes, right. but you show up and anyone can do that. I did it. You did it. Any right. one of us. Can Any do that. one of us. That's Anyone. right. That's right. I wasn't connected politically when I got the job with her. Yeah. Amazing. You know, yeah. I was just a person who liked people. Right. And a human connection. That's right. And, and she didn't know a lot of people up in this area and she wanted to get to know people. And so, um, I was recommended to her by my mother. They sat next to each other at Titans games. Mama and, knows best. And and Mama said, "You need to have Michael take you around." And so she would show up cam- campaigning with a list of names. I'd say, "I know those people. Let's go." You nice. know. And so that's how we got connected. Sure. Uh, so, um, what special has happened in the last less than a year? Related to the party. What are you doing now for the party? Well, I uh, am now the chairman of the party, for, wow. for better or worse. Wow. That they're stuck with me. They can't get rid of me now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you're under 30. I am under 30. I'm, I'm 28. And you're a chairman of a political party. Uh, I am. That's awesome. So they tell me. <laughs> and so uh, let's tease as we go to the break. You're also in college, right? I am. I'm in uh, law school, actually. That's at, awesome. Uh, Duncan School of Law and uh, Knoxville. That's awesome. And so here is a go-getter, folks. Okay, you're going to have to remember this name. He's Matthew Tuttle. Uh, he is an Overton County man and uh, under 30. He's the chairman of their party and going to law school. And when we come back after the break, 
We're going to have more with Matthew Tuttle here on the chat on News Talk 94.1. Welcome back to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. My guest today is Matthew Tuttle. He is the chairman of the Overton County Republican Party. Uh, Matthew's also in law school in Knoxville. And uh, so tell us about how you manage your time. Do you commute to Knoxville? Kind of what's your plan there? Well, thankfully, I was able to find a apartment in Knoxville. It's a Good highly competitive realty I can, market. I can imagine. <laughs> but I found a spot, uh, locked it in. Uh, so thankfully, I don't have to commute uh, every day. I, I thought about it, but uh, ruled it out pretty quickly. That's smart. Uh, but I spend the weekends here and then throughout the uh, week to go to class, I stay in Knoxville. That's a good idea, my friend, because law school's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's a kick my tail a few times, yes. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So a funny aside, uh, not related to politics, but related to the real estate market in Knoxville, my, my niece, my sister's daughter and her husband are moving back to Cookville. So they put their house on the market in Knoxville, but it wasn't ready to show just yet. So the listing was live and everything else, and it was going to be able to be shown in like seven or ten days or whatever. Um, so it's out there for that time period. Well, when they said, okay, we can start showing it on this particular day, they had ten showings. <laughs> it's already sold. They're, yeah, their their agent had had people contact, agents contact her, and so they'd lined up ten showings in a single day. I believe it. They had an they had offers twenty five thousand over asking, and we're talking about a small three bedroom, one or two bath, older home built in the fifties that they had redone. Um, that you know they had all these offers. Um, apparently the the first offer twenty five over over didn't go through for whatever reason. However, they just went to the next one. And it sold again. It is a, a seller's market for sure. It's a seller's market. It sure. sold in a day. Nice. Um, and they just uh, they were shocked, you know. And and but the market is what the market is. It is. It's it called is hot. It's hot. Supply and demand. Indeed. There's not much supply and a lot of demand. Yes, indeed. So um, so getting back to politics, you um, what? How do I ask this question? What's the biggest challenges of being a GOP chair? chairman and leading a group is that a hard question well, for me to ask you uh i'll try to answer it but uh, the, the party has always been and i hope it continues to remain a big tent party yes where you get a lot of flavors of republic sure you know the core tenets are the same you know right. we all want fiscal responsibility we all uh, believe in traditional family values but right. Outside of those core tenets, uh, much like, you know, Christianity, you know, right. you have your core doctrine, do. but then there's a lot of different flavors of uh, Christian and a lot of different flavors of Republican. So even in a small county like Overton County, uh, you go in there and you have your hardline Trump mm -hmm. voters, you mm -hmm. have your maybe never Trump voters, you have everything in between, you yes. have your... Uh, fiscal moderates, fiscal conservatives, social moderates, social conservatives. And when you have a hodgepodge of all these very committed, very dedicated, very passionate people yes. with differences, yes, you have to try to funnel them all in the same direction, which is 
in my case, what's good for the party? How do we help our Republican elected officials get reelected or our Republican candidates who are going to challenge Democrats elected? Yes. So to keep everyone on the same page when some people are reading out of totally different books is uh, it's interesting, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also uh, it's worth it. In the end. Yes, it is. You know, you see the passion, you see the sincerity, and now you just have to direct that sincerity into a way that can help advance the party as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tell you I'm good at it, but that's something but that— But you're learning on the job. We're learning. We're figuring have, out. And you've had the experience of serving. Because yes. you were what? Vice chair? Yeah, I was vice chairman for four years, and then before that, I was uh, vice treasurer mm-hmm. and then before that uh, mark hauser uh, thought that he would put me over a committee overseeing our communications and sure. our publicity uh, so so you've had the experience of serving with the executive committee i have yes yes and you've seen the inner working so it's not like it's all brand new no you. it's not brand new uh it's the difference is instead of it being uh, beth's job it's mine <laughs> You're the head coach now. Yes, I'm the head coach it's, now. Yeah, it's a uh, lot different being the assistant coach and is the head coach. Indeed, it, indeed, it is. Uh, you know, their all their frustration is now directed at me. Yes, it is. Uh, but, yeah. but that's okay. I, I I like you because you're a level-headed person. You know, again, who I got to know you as a late teenager, and you've always been one of those level-headed people. When everybody's oh. freaking out. You're just the calm guy. Now, you might be like a duck. You're calm on the outside and paddling like crazy. I appreciate you saying that. But, yeah. but no, really? I, I, think I think your leadership uh, style is very good and is very needed because we do have factions, and that's okay. Sure. We're a big tent party. Indeed. And, if, and um, we have a lot of new, newcomers yes. to, the, to, the, to the party, but we want those. Yeah. Regardless of your bent, if you're – uh, far right, hyper conservative, or if you're more a center moderate, that's sure. okay. Sure, and you know Barack Obama is a great recruiter for the Republican Party. Absolutely, and Joe Biden's trying to upstage. That's him. right. He's uh, trying to be an even better recruiter. Yes, he's being a great recruiter for us. Uh, he's you know when people are feeling under attack, that's when they decide that they're going to get involved. Right. And now it's time to take that passion, that right. tenacity, that newfound zeal, mm-hmm. and direct it in a way that can be useful. Right. More than just screaming into the void, more right. than just getting on Facebook or Twitter and ranting. ranting. Right. Let's find a way to turn that energy into something that can affect positive change. Absolutely. And support your local, state, and federal elected Republicans. Yes, that's the main thing. Support them. They are elected. Yes. You may disagree with them on issues, but support them. Yep, that's for the primaries. That's right. If you don't agree with them and you prefer their primary candidate, work for that person. Work for that person. Go out there. I'll help you get connected to them if you want. Right. But when it comes down to the brass tacks, once they're elected, once we're in that room as Republicans, we have to be moving in the same direction. Amen. We have to be moving forward because the Democrats are going to be doing it. Yeah, they're going to be moving forward. They're, they're moving forward. That's right. They're, they're not worried about what happened in the last election. They're looking to 22. That's we right. have to look to 22. That's great advice, brother. Listen, I appreciate you being on the show today. Well, it's you been a are, pleasure. 
you are a great friend, and I just look forward to to the future. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the chat here on News Talk 94.1. I'm your host, Michael Detweiler. Have a great day.